Welcome back, my friend. This is Dustin Nemos of the Nemos News Network, where we continue to break the cycle of fake news. Now, we have President Trump issuing another executive order going after not only, I would say, voter fraud, but the larger congressional representation issue that's used by demographic fraud. And I'm going to go into that a little bit more in the video. But it's a very interesting and exciting move that also preludes what we're going into with the 2020 election. So I'm going to go through this and more right after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Here we go. Q is real. Q has insider knowledge. Q knows what will make news, sometimes months before it happens. Q offers more truth than the fake news from the mainstream media. Q is fighting on the right side in the war against the deep state. Q is feared and attacked by the mainstream media. Q says they don't need to attack someone who is a conspiracy, as they claim Q is. Q is a movement, bringing people together. Q is winning. This is a book about QAnon and the emergence of the Great Awakening, a history-making episode in the American story. It is written by those who know more about Q than the mainstream media ever will. QAnon followers, decoders, and citizen journalists who've reported on Q nearly daily for over a year. They, along with Q, want to warn you about the unimaginable levels of corruption and evil that have surrounded us for years, and the plan to save the world. These are the people who tell you the truth you won't hear anywhere else. Where we go one, we go wall. Pick up a copy today, thebookofqanon.com. NemosNewsNetwork.com, breaking the cycle of fake news. So, moving into the news, a flaw in the manufacturer's design, apparently, and this is Thermo Fisher Scientific. I think they're the same ones that make the calculators, but I digress. The flaw actually created many false positives across the entire nation for coronavirus. Now we've been talking about how the tests were coming back positive anyway, and um, even if you didn't take them, so there's certainly more to it than just this uh, one particular mistake or, or incident, whatever, but for such a large company and for so many states to rely on this one company, now you're seeing a huge systemic issue with false positives and tests. And, uh, of course, this is just playing into the fake news hype about how many cases there are. Although, once you start to consider the mortality rate, it sharply declines the more of these false positives there are. So it actually undermines their uh, their fear the more this goes up. So either it's it's killing everyone or it's it's got everyone and no one's dying from it. You know, it's one of the two. Now, moving on. We also have, this is really interesting, Broward County, which is not actually that far away from where I live in Florida. It's kind of scary to think about. Um, they're now requiring citizens wear masks even within their own house, even if they're alone. This is uh, insanity. And I don't know how Broward has, has not stood up to this in the past and gotten all of this corruption out. But, you know, it's a very crooked place. We've seen a number of uh, deep state actions there and uh, they're always helping lead the way from the Broward County school shooting now which I was banned for my first uh, ban on YouTube was for reporting the truth on that and now up to this where we have 
them leading the way in the draconian mask laws, invasive, unconstitutional mask laws. I really hope the governor steps up soon and does something about this for uh, the rest of Florida. But, you know, we're, we're talking about the entire nation and we're also exposing the people behind the evil. And that would be those controlling things. That would be those with the blackmail. That would be those pulling the strings. That would be those who were running Epstein's Island, which, by the way, is in Epstein. We found out that really it was Maxwell, a Mossad daughter and his handler. Epstein was easily controlled. He was a puppet. He was blackmailable himself. And, uh, of course, he was, uh, he was in on it because he enjoyed it. He liked the lifestyle, too. But he was always just the distraction. Now, Maxwell herself is a much bigger target, and Q has also hinted at that lately if you've been following the QAnon. But now I want to move a little bit away from center focus and actually go over to some of the background court proceedings that are going on in relation to Epstein's finances. You know, there's still a lot of things unfolding there in the legal system around his death. Uh, his property, some of his victims are trying to get some of his property, um, things have disappeared. It's a very strange situation overall, but now we have a judge involved in investigating his finances uh, who has now been the target of a potential assassination attempt. And, and we know that um, it was very weird. Her son was killed. Her husband uh, wounded badly. Um, I think he's... Well, actually, actually, I think he was killed too. I think he survived, but uh, in one report, and now I'm seeing that he's dead. So uh, he may have been killed as well. And she, I think, was in the basement. She survived. But this is a heck of a message. And the only suspect that we know of killed himself, and um, that's kind of a very mafia-esque kind of story. Now, we don't know his motive because he's dead, but uh, he was also a lawyer involved in other cases with this judge and Epstein as well. So it's, it's kind of interesting just how deep the rabbit hole goes, you know, it's, it's Maybe this is a Clinton move. Maybe this is an Arkansas. Maybe this is somebody else connected to Maxwell who's trying to cover up the whole loose threads of the Epstein chapter. But uh, either way, I sure hope this judge is ready for what's coming and has protection. But I bet you this mother and wife is going to be pretty, pretty furious. I hope more furious than fearful about what has happened. And maybe she will take them down. Now, continuing, we also have uh, DeGeneva saying that, quote, this is already getting very ugly. We are very, very few steps away from violence. And look, he's, he's talking about the right, okay, because the left is already openly murdering people. Um, their leaders are putting sick people in nursing homes to, to openly kill and create more fatalities, and most of those are Republicans, of course. And they are roaming the streets, the, the radical left communists and Marxists, and they're roaming the streets, tearing down uh, statues, buildings, historical sites, defacing monuments, defacing 
uh, you know, city property, private businesses, just destroying everything, rioting, looting. You guys have seen it all. Murdering people in some cases. Intimidating people, terrorizing people. They're terrorists. But the right has been very calm. Now, at some point, that has to change, and I don't want it to change. Um, and I don't, I don't think we're going to get to that point. I think President Trump is doing something about it right now. He is using federal agents to step in uh, some of these local city areas. That's what the Democrats have forced him to do. But he is doing the right thing by using federal agents to neutralize the Antifa terrorists. So we're getting into a very dangerous sort of situation because the fake news will, will pretend as though he's some sort of a tyrant. They're also the ones saying that these protests are mostly peaceful. Um, trying to pretend that the violence is, is either barely happening or not happening at all. You know, they've been there the entire time covering for Antifa and running cover for these violent Marxist terrorist groups that are being basically financed by Soros. We've covered that dozens of different ways in the last few years. Now, um, moving on, we also have, talking about the deep state, Ghislaine Maxwell is apparently afraid and not, not that that's a shocker or that it, you know, you don't have to be a mind reader for that one. But friends of her family have come out and said that uh, she fears that she will die in jail, just like Jeffrey Epstein, who she believes was killed. Well, I guess it wasn't a suicide after all, huh? Now, we also have um, back to DeGeneva. And this is very interesting, very cool, um, very exciting. And, and I want people to hold off on those comments saying nothing is happening, there's no arrests, or, or nothing is being done, because things are being done. And sometimes you'll get those comments, and I, I wonder if some people are just too cynical to see the good news in front of them. And uh, DeGeneva says, quote, John, I'm sorry, John Durham is, quote, in negotiations with some people on guilty pleas, end quote. So this is in the Russia collusion scandal where they targeted President Trump with this lie and, and fake news masterpiece of Russian collusion delusion, wasted three years of everybody's life, almost four now. However, I want to remind people that we beat that. Now, the narrative, the, the fake news, they haven't really talked about it, but we beat that. Then they tried to impeach, we beat that. Now, it's sort of boomeranged back on them, just like QAnon talked about, Year of the Boomerang. Now the justice system is looking at those involved in this open treasonous coup. And it's getting to be very interesting. We're starting to see investigations getting near their end. We're starting to see uh, it go all the way to the top with examples like Biden and Obama targeting General Flynn intentionally. We know that they were involved at the highest level in coordination with Stroke and others. Um, and we know that eventually it will get down to more arrests. We've already seen a few high-level names. Uh, and, and look, Nexium was just an example of what's coming. Weinstein, Epstein, Nader, these are high-level names, but they're just examples of what's coming next. Maxwell, she is just a doorway to many, many, many pedophiles. She's got dirt on all of them. We've got one of the organizers now. We have one of the ringleaders, okay? If she survives long enough, and that's always in question, then 
we may just see some very powerful people taken down, which is a once in a every few generations opportunity because usually that's not even possible. So uh, continuing, we also have President Trump signing an executive order. I talked about this a little bit earlier, but this actually bans illegal immigrants from uh, the 2020 census count. So there, the Supreme Court, some for some reason, already um, went radical left and sided against President Trump on including the census question, are you a citizen? Which, as far as I understood it, I'm not the expert here, but I think that that was one of the only questions they were actually constitutionally allowed to ask you and demand that you answer on a census. They ask you a bunch of questions. The only ones that, as far as I understood it, that you had to answer was, are you a citizen and how many people live in the house? That's it. Now, it's a packet instead, but if you're an illegal immigrant, you're banned from taking it. Now, I don't know if that's going to stop all of them, but it will stop quite a few. This has drastic repercussions. Not only a trillion dollars of federal spending a year worth of budget money, but it also chooses how many people get sent to Congress, for example. So uh, if there's a lot of people in one area, they're going to get more representatives. And that's why the left has always sort of played this to cheat. And that's why they pour in illegals in certain um sanctuary cities as well in order to rig the system a numbers game uh, in order to get more votes so that they can tip the balance they're always trying to cheat and, and win in some way i admire their drive to win but I, I really i'm really disgusted with their underhanded tactics there's no ethics at all and uh there, you know the, there's ways to succeed in life without being crooked and evil it, you just don't have to do it and then I don't understand why people choose to go that way. So continuing, um, we also, and of course the left are all super triggered about that. And um, there's one other thing I really wanted to cover that's very exciting, although you may not notice it from the headline. So remember the context here going into this. QAnon said that gold would end the Fed. Now, this was one of those Q&A sessions, very rare, where Q comes out and starts to do questions and answers, and he'll field any of the questions that people ask, and sometimes he'll ignore it, sometimes he'll answer it. So many questions come in, just like if we do a live chat on Sunday night at 7 Eastern, um, you know, you guys show up, I can't answer every single question, there's too many. It's like that, but worse for Q. <laughs> but uh, he does these Q&As, and he answered the questions about the gold standard and he said gold would break the Fed or gold would end the Fed. Now if you're paying attention to economics and, and I'm not pretending to be an economic expert but I am a student of economics I do have an investment background I, I've been successful in a number of businesses and I've always been an entrepreneur sort of a serial entrepreneur. Um, with that said um, I think that the dollar is dying it's not financial advice, just my opinion, but I think the dollar is on its way out. The world is uh, uniting sort of a West versus East right now is happening. China is certainly encouraging that. Uh, Russia and other countries are encouraging that as well. And the BRICS nations have been moving away from the petrodollar for a while. So the petrodollar itself is dead. We need a new peg for whatever the new uh, reserve currency of the world will be. Now, 
President Trump might try to make the dollar the central reserve currency again by pegging it to gold. I don't know. Uh, usually what happens historically is you move from whatever the failing fiat currency is to something else, like a new uh, currency, like maybe going to actual gold or maybe going to a new uh, paper that is backed 100% by gold or, or X percent by gold the way that uh, we had in this country before, which is, by the way, how our reserve currency became so powerful, um, partially. So ha having this reserve currency uh, status has given us a lot of advantage, but it's also made us very soft for what's coming, and when it dies, it's going to be really bad. Now, on the other hand, President Trump is cutting regulations, cutting taxes. That's good for the real economy. But what's happening with the dollar is bad for the rigged economy, okay? And when that dies... Um, it's going to be a huge, huge, and well, I, I should say as it dies, because it, it's a, it's a gradual process. It happens slow until it doesn't, and it happens fast. But uh, as that gradual process happens, and the dollar is dying, and we've been going through that for, you know, over a hundred years now, uh, since 1913 with the Federal Reserve Act, and we've lost over 99% of the value of the dollar due to inflation. The whole fun, interesting story about the Federal Reserve and, and the corruption behind that and how it's not really a federal agency and how it's a central banking kind of private... Well, it is now a federal agency because they nationalized it thanks to President Trump. And there's a lot of, of, of context there, so I won't go through the whole Fed history. Definitely check out some of the cool books out there on the topic, like The Creature from Jekyll Isle. But interestingly... Um, as the standard is switched, as we go to something else, be it a dollar that suddenly has backing again, which I doubt because they just printed trillions of new dollars, essentially they'd have to revalue gold from like 2,000 to 10,000 or 20,000 or something like that, which could happen. And that would restore confidence in the dollar because that's what's causing it to die. Everyone, Everyone's losing confidence in it. Or they may start some sort of a new currency that's that's backed by the metal what I would love to see is the actual metal being used in in trade. Um, it could be made quite convenient. You could tie it to a card. People have already done this. But rather than um, you know using some sort of a, a government-trusted medium of exchange, just use the trusted medium of exchange. You know, that's the problem with a gold standard is it's not gold and silver. And, and one of my favorite, um, Mike, uh, sort of, online mentors, I guess. I don't know him, but his name is Mike Maloney at goldsilver.com. And, uh, okay, so I, I had an interruption there. Um, dogs are trying to steal some food. Uh, so basically, Mike Maloney, you know, closing up all that context, I went a little bit long, but there's a lot to talk about and unpack with the Fed. Uh-oh, little one's upset in the background. I hear her yelling at mom. <laughs> so, um, to, to unpack that with context, Mike Maloney likes to joke that, uh, and it's not really a joke, that if you have a gold-backed currency rather than a gold currency, like a paper money that you can trade in for gold, that's the way we used to do it here, it's good. It's not the best because uh, eventually the dollar or whatever paper currency that they have backed by gold will get uh, unbacked or, or partially unbacked by gold, and then that's a, that's a problem because you get the... Um, devaluation and governments cheat you can't trust governments it's 
pretty much how it always works. Governments will always abuse power if they have it. Now, gold and silver keeps them accountable. And with all of that context, because I, I, I said, um, you know, I was talking about the context of Q and then all of this context with the Fed. Uh, even though you may not know much about economics, and maybe you do already, you may know far more than I do, um, in which case, you know, uh, perfect. But my point here is that this unexciting, normally dull headline actually is very important. So Q has talked about gold ending the Fed, and uh, that would mean silver as well, you know, precious metals, not just gold but uh, mainly gold, because that's what everybody focuses on. And recently, two uh, key Senate committee approvals went through. Now, one of them was an 18 to seven vote, and that's Christopher Waller. And this goes on to the Federal Reserve's Board of Governors. The other one, however, is someone I've reported on in the past who I was really hoping that would get the nomination, well, got the nomination, but would also get the um, approval, and that is Judy Shelton. Now, Shelton has a bit of a history of being a gold standard person and also has a bit of a history of questioning Fed political independence. So now we know that the Fed was recently effectively nationalized by the Treasury. We talked about that. Hugh focused us in on that for a bit as well. And that means that President Trump is uh, controlling the money printing press now. And I think what he's going to do is build up the real economy by cutting taxes, cutting regulations, getting the government off of people's backs. He's going to money print a lot of our money prob uh, problems out of existence. And then when the timing is right, um, this system crashes and the new system will be birthed in gold. That's uh, the only way really out of this, as far as I see, that will end up with a great renaissance that, that people are hoping for rather than just a long period of, of, uh, of depression and maybe worse than the Great Depression. Because even though President Trump is the man for the job, uh, there's been a lot of distortion and abuse and manipulation and exploitation and cheating and rigging in the market that has to unwind. And somebody's going to get caught out of that circle of chairs game. Somebody's going to get hurt. And that's going to be a lot of people. Now, Shelton was approved on a party line 13 to 12 vote. She barely got in. Okay. Uh, the Federal Reserve and those in power do not want a gold standard person on the Federal Reserve's Board of Governors. This is a this is more exciting to me even than the executive order uh, from President Trump. This is the secret war behind the scenes, folks. This is the gold standard versus the Federal Reserve. This is President Trump recently taking down. Uh, George Bush and Bill Clinton's pictures and putting in other president's pictures, okay, that were linked to the gold standard. This is signs from the silent war. Now, I'm going to close out with saying thank you. If you've watched this long, you uh, must be um, a regular, and I appreciate everybody who shares the videos. I appreciate all of you who've stuck around this channel despite all of the censorship and everything else. And um, I just want to say we're in the last couple of months and 
We need to keep our morale high and our energy high. I'm uh, I'm gonna go help the little baby because he's so distracting. If he cries, I can't think about anything else. It just completely distracts me. But um, I'm gonna close out by saying thank you all. If you find this to be a value, please share. Please consider liking, and um, if you want, you can support. Uh, I don't ask that if you don't find it a value that you support, but if you do find it a value, consider supporting us uh, even with just $5, $10 a month, donorbox.org slash Dustin Nemos. You can go directly to that link, or you can find all of our links and our sponsors and our discounts and everything else for those sponsors at one convenient link, and that is nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. We'll see you guys on the next one. I'm going to go see what these fussy kids are upset about.